<laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing is, AT&T, because it's the old phone company, it goes over phone lines. So it's yeah. not, it really is that actually, it's really actually not the best. So um, everybody has problems. Nothing's going to be perfect. Um, Spectrum is the old Time Warner, but it does run over cable, which is technically faster. Yeah. Because that does get back to an optical internet faster. And I know that from working in telecom. <laughs> <laughs> I still use the AOL 30-minute CDs. Works fine for me. Oh. Yeah. Porn's a little slow, but yeah, what can you do? Just a tad. Well, oh. well, I heard that you're slow anyway when it comes to that stuff. It's true. It's true. <laughs> the struggle is real from back in the day. <laughs> You watch well, porn on dial-up? Oh. <laughs> wow. I have. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Yeah. Why, why, why wouldn't we put that past me? No, um, I wouldn't. Yeah, the dial-up was a fantastic thing. I, I, I had to run a school on dial-up Oof. back in 2002. Oh, yeah, I think most schools ran on a dial-up no. back in 2002. I think everything had been pretty much hardwired by then. But like for the at least direct... Uh, Ethernet systems. Yeah, but Wales would like the whole like country was still on dial-up. Rewiring older countries was really tough yeah. because you'd have to because digging up in thousand-year-old streets, uh, people don't like to do that. And you come across a lot. Oh, of they don't care. They when they do architectural, they they use bulldozers. Companies don't. Companies don't like to do that. The uh, cost of it. Okay. But, you know. I'm going to let it go. All right. You can let it go because you, you've lived out of the country. No, because I worked in telecom and people would ask us, why aren't we in London? And we would say, and, we would, and I'd be like, I don't know why we're in London. And then I investigated, why aren't we in London? It was like, because they did not want to put in the money to get the permits to dig up in these streets in London. Mm. Why don't you two agree to disagree? And we'll just say it's because they didn't want to dig up plague bodies. That could be it too. Yeah. Or bog bodies. That too. Yeah. Bog bodies? Oh no, we're not gonna. No, it's, uh, let's let's go with the plague. It's disease week. Oh yeah. So. Uh, outside have you, of that, have you been recording this whole time? No, I have okay. not Thank because God. I I, I did. Well, I've been recording a bit of it. Oh, okay. I can cut it though. No, it's fun. No, I didn't. I didn't need everyone to hear about AT and T and the the douchiness of that. Not if they're a sponsor. No. No. AT&T, are you listening? We are, we are for sale. Well, the government's listening. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So what, what happened to us? Government listening edition? <laughs> That's <it's> every edition. <laughs> With Nate, Stacey, and Hugh yep. coming at you. Can we celebrate our one-year anniversary this week? It's a little the, late. It's the one-week anniversary <laughs> of our one-year anniversary. Um, like last, two, last, last week was literally the one-year anniversary. And we and were we on top of that. Forgot to me we mentioned the 52, episode 52 being the one year, even though it wasn't. No. The week before. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we'll, then we just missed it. We'll make a note for the two and five and ten year reunions. Yeah, we're going to make that. And this was the paper, isn't one year the paper anniversary? Paper. It mm -hmm. was. So, Wood. I thought, it, I thought it was paper. Is it paper? I, paper. I don't know. We got diamond and gold wrong, so who knows? So, yeah, I think one is paper. Paper. So, um, yeah, there you go. Make you some origami or something. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. There, there you go. Nice. Oh, thank you. All right. That's super sweet. So, um, I'd also be remiss to not point out it's the 104th anniversary of the Battle of Waterloo. A terrible day for Napoleon, a fantastic day for us because we got the song Waterloo by ABBA, mm -hmm. and that song slaps.
If you slaps, that's that's my that's the new term for saying a song is good. Instead of bangers, now it's no, it is a banger noun. Slaps is the verb. That song slaps. Oh, okay. Yeah, slaps the bass. That's probably where it not it did not come from that movie, but slaps probably refers to a bass. Yes, yes. Um, you you see it more and more on Twitter now. Oh, but if any of our listeners are not familiar with the song Waterloo by ABBA. It is fantastic. It'll, yeah. it'll change your life. It's, it's much great. better than Dancing Queen, in my personal opinion. Oh, yeah. I think Waterloo and Mamma Mia and... There's so uh, many. What SOS was, is one of my which favorites. Which was the song that Madonna covered, or sampled. Remember she had that big hit that was a sample of an ABBA song? I can't... Th- I'm very bad with song names, but that one was great, too. Oh, my God. But, I know what it is. And Waterloo had a great moment in uh, Mariel's Wedding. Oh, my God, Because the they best. did the performance they to it. They did the yeah. best performance yeah. to it. I'm and sorry, Mariel's Wedding. <laughs> no, it's Mariel's. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but then, yeah, Mamma Mia at the end of, of Adventures of Priscilla, the Queen of the Desert, that performance also <laughs> is one of yeah. the best performances ever. I love that movie so much. Hung Up is the song, I believe. Yeah, that's the Madonna song, but what is the... She sampled ABBA, which is unusual, because ABBA doesn't usually let people mm-hmm. sample their music. Nope. That, but it's Madonna, so she, maybe. Well, first articles, ABBA, uh, Madonna ended up begging ABBA to use sample. Yeah, that makes sense. Bjorn and Bjorn. Yeah, and uh, isn't there one of the women, like, an Anna... It's like Anna Frida. Yeah, they're, like, very... not. I don't want to say generic. They're very, like, cliched Swedish names. Yeah. Uh, gimme, 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 a man that's after... Right. Yeah, that's it. Yep. So yeah, so Waterloo. Suck it, research. <laughs> yeah. Done. Oh, by the way, what does uh, everyone think of uh, Madonna's uh, new persona, Madam X, I, or Madame X? I think. It's, oh, I see what you're doing there. Uh, I don't really. Uh, she she started annoying me a long time ago, so I kind of stopped. Are we 80s, going from the British accent? Oh, before Era. that. Okay. Before that, mm-hmm. 80s Madonna was fantastic. Yes. Um, 90s had some like ray of light. Mm-hmm. That was good stuff. 80s and I 90s Madonna 2000. loved, but I don't. W- which but... ray of light? No, I'm saying up oh. through ray of light. Oh, okay. the ray of light was in 80s. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, I mean, the uh, like a prayer. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God, fantastic. Yeah. But yeah anything Cherish. really since the new millennium? I have. Not she started been going big. EDM after a while, and I have like not, hung up. But not good no. EDM. I mean, really. hung up was fine just because it stole a good song. Yeah, and like the four minute song with the with Justin Timberlake, that was like, yeah, that was, was cool. Bad. Like she's had some cool collabs. Yeah. and everything. She's got one with Maluma, right? Yeah, that's, that's recent. Yeah, and I heard a piece of it. It didn't sound too bad, but I haven't heard at all the of it. VMAs. They did. They did a performance together. That was where Maluma's coming out party. Mm. And because I don't know enough about Maluma already. That's right, you've been indoctrinated. Yes. Oh, fantastic hair and tattoos. <laughs> His girlfriend, the DJ, and oh, their right. dog. I was uh, about to ask who Maluma was, but now I remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, well aware of Maluma's life. Yeah, he seems like a nice enough guy. but Probably. And his girlfriend seems to be taking a nice little ride mm. with him. So. I bet she is. Yeah. Has he got some nice coattails? I, I guess he does. Well, he's is that also, what we're calling it now? Well, he's helping her on her DJ career. Yeah. Yeah. And modeling and whatever else that the girl does. I forget her name now. I'm yeah. very fascinated. Not saying, well, to definitely oh, change, for, the change subject. It, but yeah, the, the fact that uh, Hodor is like a really well-known DJ. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The guy who played Hodor. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's very. He's and huge. He actually played a, um, a uh, there was a, some sort of con in, I don't, I guess it was Las Vegas' Comic-Con this weekend, this okay. past weekend. And I, uh, the Hustler Club in Vegas 
through a party called Rave of Thrones. Oh. And they had Hodor, like everybody was in cosplay, and they had Hodor DJing. But he's like a legit, in the same way that people make fun of Pauly D. Right, Pauly he, D's actually a very good and good res- DJ. So, you know, Paris Hilton's a respected DJ. She is a good so, DJ. So like, She's we know all these people from something else. Like in the beginning, people made fun of Paris because she like got an Ibiza, mm-hmm. Ibiza. Uh, residency, and she didn't really know what she was doing, but that was years ago, and now she's become like very I think skilled. I feel like it's something like she found out something that she actually really liked, yeah. and was and she studied it, and she became talented yeah, at it. Yeah. So yeah, but Polly D, Polly D, yeah, yeah. He's, he, I mean, he's been a DJ since the beginning, and luckily, and he was already good, and then Jersey Shore helped him blow sure. up. Sure, I mean, you could and you could probably well, Hodor was always a DJ, but certainly this helps him. Yeah, because people are like, hey, I know him. He, he had some difficulty remembering lines. You know, yeah. <laughs> mm. come on. I mean, Vin Diesel's best acting career was three lines. I am Groot. And how dare you? Okay, come Dominic on. And you Tur- don't even see his face. Dominic Toretto? <laughs> yeah, I said good acting. Are we talking which, which first? <laughs> oh, he's leaving now. Get the slowest get up and get run me. out as possible. Yeah, that's the problem with your, with your injury. Your, yeah, your gonna, illness. I'm going to storm out. Excuse you, me. Give me a second. You cannot storm out. <laughs> um, Are we going to go with the pacifier? I would even argue his best voice work was Iron Giant. That, I, that was a question the other day at yeah. trivia. Really? Yes. Oh. Well, and, and I would say his, I think his best acting role is actually Saving Private Ryan. That was a good one. And he was, in, he was only in it for a short time. Ten minutes, maybe? Yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. but he was great. Five, really? Was great. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. He, he was walking to one town, and then it was his death scene that was really, yeah. really. Spo- spoiler alert. And I forgot he was in there. It, it, that's how good of an acting he did. There we go. Well, he was he also acted his way out of So many people died in that movie. See, um, yeah, but uh, Barry Pepper had the best death. Like Are in you the bell, sure? In the bell tower when he's... I think so. What about um, the... Who, who's the guy who played the annoying roommate for Chandler? Oh, oh um, Adam. Adam Goldberg. Yeah. Yes. His yeah. death scene was pretty... Although, because he played the annoying roommate's chant... Chandler's roommate. You yeah. kind of wanted to see him die. <laughs> he, he got the the gold. He brought got goldfish, yeah. so he put like actual goldfish crackers, and, and then he became obsessed with the dehydrated uh, food. <laughs> and then I love how they got him to move out, as they convinced him he never lived there in the first place. Yep. <laughs> Did the crazy people. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, I remember um, uh, Steven Spielberg hired Vin Diesel. He was not known because of a short film he made called like. It was about race. I forget what it's called. It was this short, and Steven Spielberg saw it and was like, "This guy's incredible." So hired him to uh, for this like not terribly big role in Saving Private mm-hmm. Ryan, but he was very memorable. Little did he know he was not incredible. He was adequate. Okay, fair. Um, Which in the long term, the well, I could I could go on a rant about Saving Private Ryan forever. I'll do the whole hour next week. Okay. Okay. The whole movie was narrated by a person who wasn't there. Oh. Yeah, like how what he wasn't he wasn't there, but he's narrating the movie. Mm-hmm. What the, he's telling his grandkids a story that he wasn't there for. Yeah, and frankly, everybody that could have relayed the story to him died. No, one person left. Two. Oh, Jeremy. Um, the the translator and uh, Jeremy Davies. That was the translator. And uh, what's his face? Matt uh, Damon. Okay. Uh, the New York guy. Um, oh God, why am I blanking on his name? Writer director guy. Does all the indie movies. Oh um, yeah. Uh, um, God. Yeah, the one who's married to Christy Turlington. Ed, um, oh, Burns. Ed Burns. Ed Burns, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Okay, so they could have relayed the story, but having your narrator be somebody who heard the story secondhand is not a great um, thing to do. Isn't no. that how most of life is? Hearing secondhand? Yeah. Yeah. 
from people who weren't even there. (laughs) John Mulaney has that great joke in his first special where he says, like, reading the New York Post is like hearing news secondhand from somebody who read a different paper. Yeah. (laughs) So the news actually gets some, it's like playing telephone, the news changes. That's a great way of putting it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, is the New York Post actually considered news? I Mm. never considered it news. I I will give them credit. Their headlines are very funny. Well, they're catchy, yeah. But they're yeah, and they're stupid and funny. But I don't think anybody reads it for the news. I I believe there are people who read it. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, Uh, it's like the Daily Mail in in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's owned by the same people, I believe. Rupert Murdoch. Murdoch. Yep. Yep. So horrible people. Yeah. What are you gonna do? It's true. It's the news source that we have that the people read. That and TMZ. Yeah, well, TMZ is actually legit now. Is it now? Yeah, it's. Con- it. Or I could tell you the news. moment. It, well, it went from paparazzi all the time, but I could tell you the the moment it became like, oh, these guys are actually reporting real news. Was the they um, got the Michael ja- Michael Jackson death correct? They were the first people to report it, and from then on, people have actually been like, okay, when these guys break a story, it's it's real. Like they will even get sourced by other papers, like TMZ reports. Like people take, they still do the paparazzi stuff. But like when they report a story, I usually believe it. Yeah, well, I mean they're not like in-depth stories. They're like something that happened today. They catch thing. whatever happened yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's okay. yeah. They didn't continue to report on Michael Jackson's death very well, but they they, they reported it. the the death. They are vi- they are verifiers of truth. Yes, yes, uh, oh, that's of good. events. Have you heard of the blast? Because that's a spinoff of TMZ now. No. One of the guys, the heads up of TMZ left and created another version of TMZ called The Blast that isn't owned by the Kardashians. Well, then that's probably not going to do it well at all, unless he's got somebody else who's going to put a lot, like Jeff Bezos is putting a lot of money behind it or something. You know, you live behind TMZ, you learn the inners of the working, so you can kind of do the same thing, I guess. You just got to make sure you got enough money behind you, because they will put all that money to crush you. Plus, Harvey Levin's good friends with Trump, so there we go. Well, it's still going. It's it's just a website for right now. You know, it's no TV show. Which, it, it's hard to call it a TV show. My mom watches it. <laughs> does she? She does. My mom, uh, uh, love you, Susan. Uh, she's not listening, so it doesn't matter. Her two favorite shows, I may have mentioned this before, or not two favorite, but the two she watches every day, TMZ, Wendy Williams. Wow. What? She is not in the demographic for Wendy Williams, which makes it funnier. That's why, that was the what, why? Mm-hmm. Kind of response I had yep. there. Wendy, Will- Wendy Williams. That woman's going through a little bit right now. She is. She yeah. is. She's, uh, she's having a, she, well, she's in the middle of a divorce and now dating a somebody who's like 20 years younger, which is good for her. She's, been, she's not been single in some time. He's a convicted criminal, which oh. is problematic. But Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj is doing the same thing. Like her, Nicki Minaj is, I don't know if they're fiance or just still boyfriend, went to prison for rape. Oh, Oh, or maybe it was man. attempted rape, but he was in prison for like six, seven years. And Nicki Minaj is like, "Yeah, I know his history," and it's like, "Oh uh, no, no, no!" And I no, want to no, say, no, 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 no. Wendy Williams' new guy is went to prison for armed robbery. Eh, that's a little. It's not rape, sure, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but it's still a, it's still, it's a, still a violent a... crime. Yeah. Oh my God! What yeah. what 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 has happened to us? Yeah. In all honesty. Well, I don't really want to. Like go in depth and talk about it, but did you either of y'all see or read the uh, the Daily Beast article about uh, Max Landis today? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh he's what? a treat. Just read it. It's oh, it's lo- it's very long, um, and I mean I, we've heard some rumblings yeah. about it before, and we've heard women some are, stuff. Women are coming out of the woodwork, but now. this but this real it's a Daily Beast, and they go in depth with it, and you're just like. Oh. Um, 
why am I drawing a blank on her name? The uh, child star, which, like, was in um, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. The youngest oh, Mara of, Wilson? Mara Wilson. I don't mm -hmm. know if you follow her on Twitter. I She's do. a very good follow. She, had, she commented on it today because she knew Max Landis, mm -hmm. and she said, Max Landis treated me like crap when I was nine and then treated me like crap on on Twitter again when I was 28. And I guess the thing that Landis would do when he would, like, abuse women both emotionally and evidently sexually, mm -hmm. um, would always use the law, or just treat people badly, he'd mm -hmm. be like, he'd say, Don't, do you know who my father is? Mm -hmm. His father, obviously, John Landis, famous director. And Mar, um, what, what was her name again? Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson. Uh, her response was, said that um, anytime Max Landis would use that line to her, she'd, she would actually respond with, yes, I was a child actor. Your dad's the reason there are child labor laws, because he killed yeah. that girl yes. in Twilight Zone, the movie. Mm -hmm. Like John Two Landis, children. Two children. Two children and a Stuntman. Uh, no, actor Vic Morrow. Oh, that's right. It, they, they didn't use the stuntman. Yeah, he died, and it was variable. Yeah, if anybody's not familiar with that, Twilight Zone, the movie, and that footage is still in the movie. Like the it helicopter is. coming down. One of the actors and two young girls, or was it a boy and it a girl? A, I think it was a boy and a girl. It was a very dangerous scene. I mm -hmm. believe it was supposed to take place in Vietnam. Vietnam, where a helicopter was supposed to crash in the water, and it basically was supposed to crush the in the movie, but they shot under very dangerous conditions and did not use stuntmen, and they were basically told, don't shoot this stunt now, it's dangerous. And the helicopter killed the actor, Vic Morrow, who's Jennifer Jason Lee's father. That's right. And these two children who were not well-known, because they were... They, I don't think they were, they were known, but I, they weren't known, and they were also minorities. Yes, as well. I believe they were Vietnamese. Mm -hmm. So yeah, John Landis, and then he he never felt got any repercussions. Nope. He he directed a number of huge movies. I don't remember Ghostbusters. If, if Ghostbusters was before or after, I don't because well, Ghostbusters was like eighty four, so it could have been maybe. I don't remember when twice, but yeah. either way, he never he didn't lose work. No, and he's and people are like, and that's what Mar, um, Mara Wilson's saying is like because mm -hmm. of that child labor laws exist so that no child actor is put in that position again. Mm -hmm. So he, like, changed laws, and his son is a douchebag. Well, because of him, laws changed. Yes, that's he the, didn't change yeah. them. People changed them because and, of him, yeah. And his son is an entitled douche. He is, and, like, I almost, like, wanted to be like, oh, you're, you're acting so special, yet you went to the University of Miami? Nothing against the University of Miami, but at the same time, it was like, oh, you're acting all, like, hot shit, but you apparently couldn't get into USC or UCLA. They're film, film schools, I guess. Oh, did he go like for... That's, or NYU. Did he go for film school? I believe Are so. Are we sure he didn't just, like, go there for the cocaine? He probably... Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, my, U, U of M isn't... It's not a bad school. No, no, bad no, school. no, and I'm, that's what school. I'm saying, but I'm They're saying... not known for a film program necessarily, but it's a very good... It's a good school. I'm just, like, like looking at this, like, no, nah, I think he went for film school. Yeah. So, uh, The Twilight Zone, the movie, came out in 83. Okay, so that was. So, Ghostbusters, Trading mm. Places, those were all out at he around the same time. Did he actually direct Ghostbusters? I think, yeah. No, uh, he didn't? The yeah. first one? Harold Ramis did the second it's not one. not popping up here. Oh, well. Yeah, he did Beverly Hills Cop 3, so thank you for that, John Land. This Oof, is a that, was a, that was not a good No, that was not a good not one. A great one. He did Animal House. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kentucky Fried Movie, which is one of my favorites. That's a good one. Or, Always, often forgotten among the sketch comedy movies. Well, the thing is, is also, I'm sorry, Max Landis' stuff is crap. Yeah. Like, all of his stuff is shit anyway. Yeah. So it was like, dude, you're, you're terrible at this. I found interesting, but I mean, I don't want to go into all of the, this, the, the sexual and emotional abuse of the women, because um, honestly, kind of gave me flashbacks to two relationships I had. Um, yeah, exactly. But what was what was very interesting was 
the way he conned. Ivan Reitman directed it. Oh, oh yeah. okay. there we go. Um, uh, the way he conned like whole groups of people like he had these large friend groups like he basically almost kind of like what they called like a cult of like but in like a cult of personality like it would have these friends and we'd have these parties and like so it was it's like getting people in oh you're kind of new to LA here like and they can't believe that like the son of a of a famous Hollywood director is like wants to be friends with them but then he he positioned he like would play terrible chess but still was playing chess with people like pitting people against each other he really it wasn't just he played with everybody and he he fucked around with everybody's emotions and used people against each other talk shit he would have different group chats he would take people on like vacations and exclude other people and then the next year he would exclude like half of that group that he took on vacation then we would talk shit about that half of the group yeah. like in 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 that way that's how he kind of kept people, he was gaslighting and keeping the ground uneven for everybody, yet at the same time using his, uh, he apparently has some, some form of bipolar disorder and using that as an excuse for his abuse, oh, that for abusing others, exactly. It the hell out of me. Yeah, um, so it, mental, mental illness is not an excuse for abusing people. It's what, um, and you know, and it's, uh, there still could be something to it, but um, Johnny Manziel did the same thing, where he, he was pulling all his shit, like assaulting women, mm -hmm. drugs, got kicked out of multiple leagues, and then we, we, he basically came out, he's like, I'm, bi I'm bipolar. It's like, as if that was a blanket right, excuse exactly. for everything he did. No, sir, you're yeah. a sociopath, yeah. is what you are. Yeah. You're a sociopath. Maybe you do have that, and it, but you're a sociopath. Yeah, yeah that's, you can't just be like, murder somebody and be like, sorry, bipolar. Hi. You can't? Mm -mm. I might try it. Okay, see if you can get away with that one. Just don't murder either one of us. Please. Is it a crime to murder a Welshman in, on U.S. soil? I don't yeah, it is. Turns out you have to get me in a English town, uh, and it's crossbow by 10 feet. Oh, that's right. At night. We do it Not during the day. Okay. Okay. Oh, so when are we going to yeah, England? So when, yeah, when is that trip? Taking, <laughs> taking this show on the road. <laughs> uh, and second question, can you check a crossbow why, on why a would, flight? I'm sure there are plenty to buy Why would you there? pick one up there? Yeah. I'm cheaper here. No, maybe I, no, cheaper I think they're there. cheaper over there. The pound has dropped dramatically. Yeah. I don't know. My dad, when I go to gun shows with my dad, there's some people selling crossbows. I bet I could get a deal. I think you can get a cooler crossbow over there. I think you could get an antique like crossbow. Like it's real? Yeah, or okay. like a real, like, dude, that, that crossbow might have already killed a couple of Welshmen already. So it's like, you know, it could be like Welsh killer. Right, right. Can I get my hands on, like, Van Helsing's crossbow? Because that'd be pretty <laughs> sweet. It's probably living in Germany. Were you guys at the trivia thing last night? No. <laughs> yes. You didn't see us in costume? No, I did not. I was wearing a mustache. Yeah. Yeah. That... I, had a, I had a hipster beard and mm, a man yeah. bun. Yes. <laughs> okay. Mockingly <laughs> over there. I'm glad we're on uh, England because, I've, I, like I mentioned, I'd like to, I have some grievances. No, yes, like that's to, right. You want to file some grievances. File some grievances, and one of them has to do with England, so I'm glad we had this segue. England. England. Okay. Um, it's aluminum versus aluminium. Aluminium. Yes, that's well. Okay, I'm not. I'm not saying that that's incorrect. In fact, aluminium is correct. The difference is both both al aluminum and aluminium are both accepted as correct spellings and pronunciations. Only America and Canada use aluminum. The rest of the world does aluminium. This seems like a very exceptionalist U.S. Probably somebody misspelled it at some point, and they're like, "Fuck it, we're America. This is right now." <laughs> and it annoys me because it's not right. It's wrong. Everybody else in the world. 
and you know there are 118 elements, 119 if you count uh, vibranium, and um, <laughs> they're like they don't seem like the th kind of thing you can change a spelling on it because of a clerical error. So I'm I'm blaming America for this. Not England's cool with their aluminium. Good for them. Right. We fucked it up. That's just. I understand there are a lot of difference between British English and American English. A lot of used missing. Well, there's like mm -hmm. yes, there's a lot of words that are different. Like and lift. also, why do we call it herbs when it's herbs? Yeah. Oh no, we. Well, that's okay. There's don't well, even get me there. There's the different words like lift elevator. You know those common. Yeah, that's terms. fine. Whatever. Then there's words that are spelled slightly different. Like you said, adding a u. Labor, labor. Center. Um, then there are words that are spelled the same but pronounced differently. Like herb, herb laboratory laboratory although that's just putting a different emphasis on the different syllable mm -hmm. um <laughs> but it's spelled the same but like aluminium and aluminum are two different words pronounced differently for the same fucking thing from the same language uh what are we doing here blame canada <laughs> oh there we go i can do that so some, some Canadian I mean, this is the metric up. system all over again, except... Oh, did you, did you guys... Except does, does, the, does England, now the EU, do they do the metric system, or are they still on uh, English? They use the metric system in a fashion. They do also use, like, MPA. So we're the last one that's Because they also straight. use miles, They right? do use miles. Yeah. We're the last um, one that's But they also understand meters. Non-metric. Right. So the um, temperature's in um, Celsius. Uh, mm -hmm. Measurement is... Yeah, it varies. It's just... They, they they measure weight in stone. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, which is, I what, it's like thirteen like pounds, oh, okay. thirteen pounds, fourteen pounds, somewhere around that. So, uh, I only knew how that measured out because my parents had a stone scale. Oh my god. <laughs> huh. For the longest time. So, yeah, try try and figure like what four, um, four, four, four stone, four pounds, and like when you're a kid, you're just like, wait, I don't understand this. Like what? Yeah, but you know you're taught, and you're like okay. But it's kind of like talking in Fortnite's again. I, I know my weight better in stone than I do in kilograms. Yeah. So, or kilos, but yeah, eh. I would say meters and kilometers still mess me up. I'm okay with centimeters, <laughs> millimeters. Those me are fine. Meters, I can figure a out. Kilometers, a thousand meters. But I mean, in, I, I know I was kidding. I like was in kidding. guesstimating. Oh yeah, I can guesstimate yards. Yes. Miles better. Track and, yeah, track and field helped. So yeah, I can knowing, see that. Yeah. Knowing what I, not exactly what a mile is, but 1,600 meters is about a mile. Yeah, four, it was always four laps on a, yeah. any mm -hmm. standard track. And then it's like a little bit extra for an actual mile. So, but yeah, the weird things that you pick up in your childhood. Mm. Not like I'll ever run four laps around a track ever again. You never know. <laughs> no. Look who you're talking to. Oh, I know you're done. I can't walk four laps around a track. Yeah, you can. It would take me a while. Yeah, but you, you, get you, you a I'm walker. sure you still walk a mile. Um, or you yeah, cut okay. it down. Yeah, no, I, 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 I do over. The, you know, I have my Fitbit. Okay. I, I usually hit just. I don't go for walks anymore, but walking, you know, at yeah. the store or things like that, I usually hit two to three miles a day. That's good. Better well, than it used, used to be a lot more. You, yeah, yes, like uh, ninety nine miles more. My highest month ever was about two summers ago, where I did uh, over seven days. I did 112 miles. That's insane. That I think I averaged 16, 15 miles a day. 15, yeah, a little over 15 miles a day for a week. Whoo! Yeah, that's why my first in, my first thought when the hip went out was, "Oh God, I did this. <laughs> I did, I did, I did this. This is, this is, this I broke, is my I, fault. I broke myself." <laughs> yeah. That, Turns you. out it wasn't. Go figure. <laughs> You're like, no. Go figure. Apparently my body was still, I should have been able to keep doing this, but no. <laughs> Apparently I was prescribed the hip killer. Yep, yep.
Right, what was your second grievance? Okay, this one is going to be a little bit more hot takey no? because mm-hmm. it, it's a very divisive subject. Okay. Um, it is people who post photos of their own dog as a reply or comment to somebody else's post or tweet. So you see this commonly on Twitter. You'll see, and, and uh, let me preface this by saying I absolutely adore dogs. I spend most of my time with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Banjo. So, banjo. Uh, several of them. Mm-hmm. Spent one. Spent time with one this weekend named Roger, named after Roger Federer. No. Oh. <laughs> um, but you will see this on Twitter quite often, where somebody posts or or Facebook, where somebody's like, "This is hey guys, I just got this six month old pit bull named whatever," and they post it because they want the responses of like, "Oh, Aww. he's so cute." And you congratulations. Want, yeah, but then you get somebody else who comments in it with, "Here's a photo of my dog," yeah. and it's like we weren't talking about your dog, Debbie. Like, if you want to talk about your dog, post something about your dog. And it's worse on Twitter because I follow a lot. Of, and again, love photos of dogs. I'm complaining about the people yep. that are posting them. Like, on Twitter, I Or lo- the responding people would... Yes. No, no, not the original posters. Right. Yeah, it's ad- your dog's adorable. That's great. Um, the, like, on, you'll see it on Twitter quite a bit because I follow a lot of, like, re- we rate dogs. Like, mm-hmm. things like that where they'll be like, here's, yeah. a, here's a really cute dog. And then people respond with it with photos of their own dog. And it's like, we're not talking about your dog right yeah. now. And the most obnoxious ones, and the, so that, uh, not an exact um, comparison, but imagine, imagine Hugh posts the photo of his six-month-year-old son, Drogon. Because mm-hmm. he named after Dragon. Um, <laughs> that's Because that's what I'll do. Yeah. Because um, I'm a douche. Uh, Does it come with a man bun? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, Khaleesi was the daughter, I don't know, whatever. Uh, so imagine posting of your like six month old daughter because people do that and they're like, hey, so she's six, six months old today. You know, people do that. And then imagine somebody in a comment posting a photo of their child. And it's like, okay, we're not talking about your child. And people do that. Yes. And people do that. It's also akin to, and I became, I think, probably more sensitive to it after my cat died. If, if like somebody dies in your family, whether it's a, it's a, you know, a human being or an animal, There'll be quite a few people who are like, oh, yeah, like my cat died, you know, 10 years ago and it's been terrible ever since. And you're like, I'm sorry, this is this is about my pain. It's fine if you're like, I understand what you're going through and I'm sorry about that. That's fine. Or you just go, that's super hard. I totally get it. I'm sorry. But a lot of times those people, those people. That's not what they're saying. What they're saying is like, oh, no, 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 look at me and yeah. my pain yeah, right wanna... here. It, the same as like some, like let's say you get diagnosed with cancer. People out of the woodwork start telling you about how their cousin got diagnosed with that same cancer and like they've had that cancer or this cancer or that cancer. Cancer is terrible. I'm not saying that your cancer problems aren't, but like I started hearing that and I was like, oh my God, have I been doing that? Oh, you got to rein it back. Like when somebody says that this is happening to them, just say, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, what can I do for you? Kind of along that same lines, I don't know if either of you follow Keith Oberman on Twitter. He he has gotten out of politics completely, like doesn't even tweet about politics mm-hmm. anymore. He's made a point of it, and he's made it, he's gotten back into sports. He actually hosts uh, Sports Center like one or two days a week on ESPN. But he... Um, Wait, he, Sports Center is on ESPN? Yes, it's their flagship show. Did it leave ever? No. Okay. No, I don't believe so, no. I just wanted to make sure that... For 30 years, it has always been on ESPN. It has. Okay. It has. Sometimes it shifts to ESPN, too, depending on sports. True. That is true. So. Um, anywho, um, he he's taken to, like, uh, pets and pet adoption or, like, one Aww. of his... 
his like dogs cats too but most of the time he's posting dogs at like try and get fosters for dogs that are at kill shelters mm -hmm. he'll post these like very like being like show this a this photo of a dog being like you know this dog is in the shelter because it doesn't get along with other dogs if there's somebody out there who can foster him he's set to be put down Saturday, something like that. They're always very sad, but it's a very good thing he's doing yeah. because he has a huge platform. He has a lot of followers. And you'll get people in the replies saying, oh, my, my dog Rocco really hopes so-and-so finds a good home. And it's like, it is, no, it's not about, nobody cares about Rocco right now. It's also like responses to invitation, like Evites, and people are like, oh no, I can't go because I've got blah, 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 blah. I don't give yeah. a shit. Yes or no would have been fine. Exactly. Just say no. I don't, I personally don't care why you can't come. And, and it's not because I'm insensitive. I just don't care. I don't want to hear your stories. I don't need, I don't need to hear your excuse, whether it's real or not, because we know probably 70% of them are made up. Yeah. And I don't want you to have to feel like you have to make up something just because you don't want to come to my event. That's fine. Half the time I don't want to come to your event either. Yeah. So <laughs> That's people with anxiety coming up with excuses. It, it's, you don't it's, need an excuse. Well, I know. No, anxiety true. is an excuse. But, but they feel bad. Yeah. I feel like it's, though, become like kind of like this American thing of like you have, you have to justify. Maybe it's not, but I, like well, you, have to, you have to justify why you're not coming. Because some people... We'll go. Well, why can't you come? Well, then, then you need an answer. Like that's. that's I've now, you... I've now just gone because I don't want to. Yeah. I, I have now started to embrace the not the not the nice girl side the, of me. There was a time when I used jo a gene folding seminar quite a bit. Oh yeah. yeah. But um. Let's look about. But yeah, no. Now nowadays, I believe because mental illness is 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 much more not accepted. It was always accepted, but it wasn't. As People prevalent? Prevalent is the word I'm looking for. You could live, I mean, if somebody said they couldn't come to some event of mine because they just don't feel like leaving the house, completely understandable. Mm -hmm. I would not be like, oh, I wouldn't even say, oh, what's wrong? It's none of my business. If you no. can't, if you don't want to leave the house today, fine. Yeah. Good for you. Because I know I feel that way some way, sometimes. So I don't need you to make up a stupid excuse. Unless, but I will give you credit if you make up like like gene folding seminars, just something ridiculous. Something yeah. I'll give you credit something for the creativity. Chuckle. Yeah. Like, Agreed. Yeah. That is an exception to the rule. If you do something really fun. Yeah. yeah. But or, I don't need or to make up something really also, fun. Also, I don't need to know that you're in Europe during my birthday. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm, I'll be out of town. Eh, I don't know. I don't ever invite people to things anyway. So. Yeah. That's no, I, true. <laughs> I mean, I rarely have things. Anyway, like, okay, well, here, I'm going to plug something real quick. I'm doing stand-up. If you're in the Los Angeles area next Tuesday, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing stand-up at the Naughty Pig. Oh, is that, okay. You're just, the Naughty yeah. Naughty Show. It's the Naughty Naughty Show. I still think she should go to this, uh, this little piggy. Oh, that would be cute. Yeah. Well, you can talk to her about it. I well, already, anyway. well, I told her about she it. She has a name. Jenna. Jenna? You get calling her her. Yeah, her. Give, give her some love on the show. She's producing a, a comedy show. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, well here, why don't I, why don't I do you my might segment? Lose a follower. <laughs> if she even is a follower. No, she's not a follower. She hasn't okay, listened yeah. to the show once. You want to do, do a bit? She's only been some... on the show. <laughs> she has, and she did great. She she was the only bright spot of that, <laughs> that, of that black <laughs> hole of an episode. You were the black hole sitting in the oh, corner. I was definitely there. a black hole. <laughs> you did not you not bring any positive energy that day. The um, he, we're lucky he came. Yeah, this well, is yeah, true. No yeah, migraine and that's, all. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even getting to finish my the, plug. Oh, no, what? Oh, sorry. No, go, <laughs> please go on. Just real quick. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but if you are in Los Angeles, if you want to see what I look like in person, not just on Instagram. Um, 
and see more of what I have to say. <laughs> Maybe you don't, so yeah. don't worry. You don't have to ex give me an excuse why you don't want to come. <laughs> um, but I will be doing some stand-up at The Naughty Pig at 8.30 um, upstairs. Yeah, it's a show. I think there's going to be probably like six or seven of us Usually. comics going up. It's a free show. Yeah, just grab no a No drink couple. minimum? No drink minimum. You just grab a drink, come upstairs. Actually, I just two-fist two two. it. Grab two. That's also what can she, I can I finish? <laughs> Calm down. I was saying two fisting, and you're like grab two. I'm like I've, calm the fuck down. I've got a I've got a way of doing this. No, well, I guess. Oh my god, that. we're like an old married couple. This is ridiculous. Just calm down. It's not that Stop fucking it, big Mom of a deal. And Dad. Jesus Christ! I'm just gonna be in the corner with like putting my hands on my ear. Yeah. Stop it! Stop it! Okay, you can finish. Yeah, I'm done now. Um, I don't the, want to talk about it anymore. Why not? Because the Naughty Pig also has some. It's right next to a Body Shop. In right case next, you need to know, they've got some pretty great mozzarella sticks, some Moz sticks. They do fuck it up from time to time and bring them out cold. And there's nothing worse than a cold Moz stick. Absolutely. Like Wait, the cheese just, needs to stretch. Isn't this just a cheese stick? Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, pretty much just the string cheese with batter. Yeah. But when it's hot and it stretches, that's mm -hmm. that's the shit. That's the stuff. Then you can have like a you know a sexy Italian lady in the tramp type of thing with the mozzarella sticks. With your lady. True. If you have a lady. Or a man. That's true. Yeah. Depending on your fancy. Mm. We are in West Hollywood, so damn. But yeah, mm. you can always go to the... You can get drunk and laugh, and then you can go to the body shop and spend the rest of your money. Can't get drunk there, though. That's why you're getting drunk at the Naughty Pig first. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Stupid law. Stupid law. Well, because they're fully nude. Yeah, but it's not. That doesn't make it a good law. You know, seventh is there, for that. Are men going to get more aggressive? They're fully nude at the seventh veil. Yeah, uh, they are. Are they? they are. Or what am I thinking of? Uh, uh, I thought seventh veil was just topless. Mm -hmm. Unless it's changed, but they used to be fully nude. I think Crazy Girls around the corner. That's the one I'm thinking uh, of. Yeah, uh, David Arquette owns that now. Really? Yeah. David Arquette has had quite the. Second or third act, depending on third when act. Could, I would third say. act of his career, like he quit acting altogether. He's now a wrestler. That's a bad I, act. And no, well, he's doing death wrestling. But matches. like, but he's yeah. he's always been like super into wrestling. Like he he had that. Didn't he have like a, a movie? He was the well. He had the king of the uh, the, the movie with um, uh, uh, Scott Conn. Ready to rumble. You're ready to rumble. And he and also it, won the WCW he, heavyweight. Yeah, championship. I was gonna say he had a plot line on a on, was it WCW? The, the, the WCW. So he's always been super into it. And but now he's doing the the like. He's not using like he got on the WCW because he was David Arquette and it was stupid and they gave him a belt and people were pissed off. And they made the movie. Now he's he's making his way up through the indie circuit, like doing it legit. Like he does like lucha libre stuff in that he's currently I believe he just recently had a huge fight with um the Jungle Boy, who's Luke Perry's son. Yep. What? Jungle yeah. Boy who signed with AEW the yeah. new so he's so David he, David Arquette's like doing it for real. Oh, and, sorry, I didn't mean to. Yes. No, 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 no. Just... And the one of the best things is recently he um, he was in at on stage, and I believe there was video of it. Or yeah, there was TMZ had video of it. He was doing this little indie wrestling circuit, and somebody from the crowd was kind of heckling him for like indie wrestling and he yelled like oh something along the lines of oh you that's sad you're wrestling now you was that you've lost all your money and he yelled from the ring to this guy no nah, i got friends money bitch and i was like <laughs> yes cuz i mean that divorce he did well in that divorce yeah so that so he's not struggling for money he's doing this for the love of the game and he owns crazy girls i'm sure that <laughs> that makes some money too oh yeah <coughs> Definitely, but uh, with the the full nude versus topless, I mean, I guess if they they what do they consider men drinking would be more aggressive towards the women. Like, yes. How much more would they be between top, topless and completely nude? I mean, that's a that's a better um, that better answered by a stripper. That's true. That in, is in all honesty, I mean, but like, 
I just other states don't have this law. I just I just I can feel it very quickly as as men get drunker. Oh sure. And sure. if you're wearing like anytime I've worn like an, a top because I don't I don't dress very scantily, but anytime I've worn something where my boobs are up and like out a little bit more, and as guys get drunker, it just they they get closer to things, and so I can imagine if you were nude. And, and I feel like not every, not all, there's certain types of guys who tend to go to all nude places on the regular. Yeah. And so those type of men would probably get pretty aggressive. They, oh, yeah. I, I, my point was that I think that all, I think that maybe the men are too aggressive at just regular strip clubs. Absolutely. Like both. They're I just aggressive at clubs. Yeah. <laughs> Though I do respect the, uh, the strip clubs that try to, like the body shop tried this. It lasted like a week or two and I, I didn't actually go that we talked about going, they were doing a, uh, a lunch buffet that was pizza. Like if you, all went, you can eat. it was like all you can eat pizza between like 12 and three. <laughs> and we talked and they put a big sign out on front and we joked about, and another one, another one of our friends, Leslie, who loves pizza, I showed her the sign. She's like, why aren't we there? Why aren't, I mean, the pizza, it could have been shit, but it's like all you can eat pizza at an all nude strip club in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Dude, That's the life. Dude, one of the best steaks I've ever had was at a strip club in New York. <laughs> best steak and cheese I ever had was at a strip club in Revere, Massachusetts. There you go. Like, so. sometimes they have really good food. Yeah. I mean, this was like an upscale strip club. We went there for my friend Liz's bachelorette party because they, they basically, it was like in a private room. We got like, it was like a strip tease class from like one of the strippers or whatever. So I was like, I don't care. I'm going to try. I was like, whatever. And then we like ate afterwards and like the, her soon to be like two sister-in-laws and like one other person wanted to go have dinner at this other place. And then Liz and a couple of her other friends and like me and we're like, well, let's just eat here. <laughs> we're like, we're already here. And it was just kind of funny. Like, I don't know. I find strippers yeah. funny. Not, not as in like funny haha, but it's just interesting. Um, however, the stripper who like taught us the class, she then was trying to hustle Liz for like more money mm. and like, and like telling her like a sob story. And we had to pull, and Liz is super like kind hearted and she will give people like, the shirt off her back. And, uh, Liz was about to give her some more money. And we're like, no, we tipped her very, very well. I was like, she got paid a lot of money. She got paid to teach the class. And then we tipped her like 40%, <laughs> like all of us. We, so she's gotten a lot of money for this. So she can, she can hang around and like talk to you and stuff, but do not give her any more money. Cause like, no, mm -mm. but um, yeah, but that was funny. And it was funny how much her, sister-in-laws were so upset and I think it was like her maid of honor didn't want to be there either <laughs> her maid of honor was such a bitch I really I did not like this girl whatsoever and then at the wedding the maid of honor of course brought a date some guy who was like her boyfriend but they'd only been dating for like two weeks no and he yeah and he was like a bro and he and I got into a fight because <laughs> he so she was upset she, because we're all, you know, we're given our table assignments, but we didn't have exact seat assignments. And she wanted to sit next to one of Liz's friends who married a, like, a very waspy socialite. 
So now Liz's friend was now a socialite. Like, and like they had a, they obviously they had a, a, a brownstone in on the Upper East Side, and then they had a house in Connecticut, okay. and all yeah. of this stuff. Like, I mean, and he came he comes from like old old money. I feel like his name was like Chappie or something like that. <laughs> like, I'm not joking with you. She was all about like everything like chinos and tweed and like riding horses and all this stuff. So her, so Liz's maid of honor wanted to sit next to this other friend and basically social climb with her. Right. And my best friend from college and along with Liz, Jen had put her stuff down next to her. I mean, we just all put our stuff down. So then the boyfriend is like trying to move her stuff. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I'm moving her stuff. I was like, why are you moving her stuff? I was like, do not touch her purse. Do not touch a woman's purse. Do not move. And he was like, well, I'm just, I was like, no, no, no. When everybody gets here, then what's her face can ask Jen to move. Right. Because I, I knew what was going on. I was like, also, we're just sitting down for like a dinner for like 45 minutes. <laughs> you got the rest, like you've had all day to kiss up to her while you guys are getting ready because they were all bridesmaids together. Mm. Um. I was like, you've got all day to kiss up to her, all this stuff. I was like, what is this time? And he got in my face and I about this. And I was like, fuck you, dude. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, uh-uh. I was like, you don't touch my friend's shit. I was like, you don't touch it. I was like, nobody here knows you. Shut the fuck up. That was the fun stuff at weddings. Oh, I know. Yeah. It was exciting. And it was also like an Orthodox Jewish wedding. Ooh. Ooh. We were, um, well, in the fact that like. Is it kind of like how a Catholic wedding is now? Kind of like we had, we had kosher, we had a kosher meal, completely mm-hmm. kosher meal. Yeah. Although at around 11 o'clock, 1130, cause then most of his family, cause his family is more Orthodox than hers. Um, they most of his family was gone, so then they brought in pizza and McDonald's, <laughs> and we're like, yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. And the thing was, what sucked was that the food at the at the wedding prepared the kosher food at the wedding was terrible, yeah. but the kosher food at the rehearsal dinner was wonderful. Oh. That was great, and that was at that was at the synagogue. Like we were having yeah. that at the synagogue, but at the at the. And they didn't know what they were doing, or they were just bad. I think it, you know, it, just, it happens. Yeah. You know. I, yeah. I bring my own shellfish everywhere I go, so I was just <laughs> eating out of my own bag. <laughs> just the um. Do you remember when the, um, what is it, um, oh God, the bar, this is going to be a terrible story, the, the bar that's across the street from in and out down the street, uh, why am I drawing a blank, Sycamore, Sycamore, Sycamore Tavern, oh, yeah. and then it used to be before happy the, endings. happy endings, at happy endings, when they first opened, they may have gotten rid of it, they had one of those machines, it was a claw machine with live lobsters in it. Yes, they still had that. No. So yeah, like, yeah. it's yeah. like the, you go to the arcade, you do the claw machine where you get stuffed animals. Where and, was that in there? It was towards the back. It yeah. was oh, on the back okay. wall. But if the, the whole thing being, and these, these poor lobsters were in a tank, you know. Where, uh, and where else are they going to be? On yes. the floor? Well, they could be. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yes, yeah, so then you, the claw, and the whole point was that if you got it, it comes, like there's a bucket at the bottom, water comes down, goes in the bucket, and they'll cook it for you, for your meal, your dinner. But there was no rule that you couldn't just take it. <laughs> like, so uh, for Mike and I used to always joke that if we win this, we're taking this bad boy, and it's our pet now. <laughs> Mike was going to name his Snappy. Um, what were you going to name yours? I, did, I didn't really come up with it. What name. was the one that Homer, what, what did Homer call his? Oh, Gosh, I haven't seen that in a long oh, time. Oh, no. Yeah. But yeah, so... But so what happened? We never won one. I was just oh. thinking of carrying my shellfish around with yeah. me. That's what reminded me. <laughs> it wasn't a great story, but it reminded me of carrying shellfish. I mean, I me. just like to carry a large, you know, charcuterie 
and a cheese platter yeah, along with always, me. You can't go wrong with that. Always, you know. And technically, that could be kosher as so long as they're not they're on separate. Oh no, they're going to touch all over. Yeah, that's probably a problem. Oh, yeah, it was pinchy. That okay. Pinchy. <laughs> Snappy pinchy, both great names. Yeah. There, I saw a um, just getting back to it. Just wedding story reminded me. I saw it on Twitter. Somebody posted about it about this wedding. I don't know how recently it was, where. Um, the husband or the fiance husband to be had been cheating on the bride for quite a while mm. and she somehow through a friend or no the, the woman the, the mistress came to the bride knowing that this wedding was going to happen and showed her all the text messages and be like you should know before you marry this guy this is happening mm. i'm sorry she may have even said like she might not have known but she's yeah. like when i found out i wanted to come to you so the at the ceremony um the the the, the bride to be let the ceremony happen. They're both at the altar. The bride to be's vows were the text messages, and like so wait a minute, that's that's a real thing. Because I've been seeing some little posts on like at the bottom of like the Weather Channel yeah. and stuff, and so I thought that was just clickbait and wasn't no a real no no story. it was a real story. It might be a different story, but this one was a real story. Unless they just completely no, made it up really names. was it yeah was, okay. And they said yeah they said that the bride read all the the the. Her, the vows, which were text messages between him and his mistress, the husband's up there not knowing what to do, and then the bride just turns to the crowd and says, "Sorry, guys, we're not going to have a wedding today." And like, I guess the groom just is like, "I'm out," and the the bride turns to the to into the crowd and says, "We're not going to have a wedding today, but we're going to have a party." Nice. And I was like, "That is cool." Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'd be like, "I mean, spend all that money, fucking idea." Yeah, you know what? Cancel. You can't, canceling at that point is impossible. Yeah. You're just yeah. like. The the funny the funny thing is it does the father well depending on who paid for the wedding, uh, but if the father in law, who usually would be, or uh, sue father of the bride the yeah the father of the bride would sue the, the, the husband to be, mm-hmm. for, you know, costing. Well, could would, you, would, well could I mean could, I mean could you That's she the chose to cancel it I mean true she could I don't know how that would work I in don't the court know, I don't but know. I'm like, I mean, he does. certainly, it's his fault, yeah. but I don't know if that would... Well, he did break an oral agreement because he promised to marry her yeah. and then was cheating on her. Yeah. So I, like, It's just one of those one things I would just yeah. wonder if what you would, like, yeah. how you would handle that one. Because I'm like, I just, and then again, it just comes down to who paid for the wedding. I know things have changed and yeah. not always I think it's usually, sti- well, depending. It really depends. Yeah, but I mean, still, I mean, with, you know, with... Um, my sister's wedding, which was years ago, I right. was, but and the ones I've been to recently, it's still the bride's yeah, family right. pays for it. The the groom's family pays for the rehearsal. Right. But that's not always the case. The last the wedding I went to the the Macedo- the not Macedonian the um, <laughs> the Russian wedding um, or, or Uzbekistani wedding uh, that a friend of mine and his bride uh, they paid for it themselves. I know I have a lot of friends that they paid for yeah. it themselves. You know their parents helped them out a little bit, but. For the yeah. most part, you know, they're paying for most of it. I've mentioned it many times on here. My my parents' wedding cost $55. I think that's amazing. And they're still married. Well, it's possible they're not married. Oh, although well, you don't even know if they're... Yeah. They, because oh, yeah. there seemed to be a question about the legality of the marriage certificate and if it was signed. And I don't believe Missouri has common law. So it's possible they're not married. Um, but still, 55 bucks, good deal. So you're a bastard. I've always been a bastard. <laughs> I'm just finding... It took you 54 episodes to find this one out. <laughs> Is this the 54th episode? Yeah. Yeah. Because 52 was the week before. I'm I'm, I'm fucking with you. Yeah. Oh, are you? Yes. Okay. Because it's totally within... Are you trying to figure out if it's 54? No. It's totally within the realm of possibility that you don't know what episode this is. Oh, it's absolutely the case that I don't know what episode it is. 
I feel like you stopped introducing us by name at the beginning of each one because you don't remember our names. Who are you again? Nathan. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was Nathaniel. No. Not Ned? Nope. Okay, Bob. Yep. Guys, this is the 55th episode. Is it? Yeah. 54 was <laughs> last week. Okay. See, I, I'm the one who doesn't have to pay attention to these things. <laughs> None of us do. I just have to pay attention when it comes down to it. And that's By the way, I have to ask. Um, I don't know if last week or two weeks ago. Did you misspell plague on purpose? Yes. Okay, just wanted to check. Because, again, yeah. with you, it's always within oh, the I probably, possibility. I, I probably just did it on accident and didn't change it. Yeah, that's why I was wondering. No. I, I didn't know if that was supposed to be an inside joke or if you really did misspell it. You, I mean, it made, me, it made me keep looking at Gage and going, like, is that misspelled? Yeah. But I was like... No, that's the correct spelling of gauge for that. And he could have totally played it <laughs> off by being guys. It was a joke because that's you know that's what people do when they're always wrong. But he's exactly. super honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you no because other titles you have misspelled on purpose as a yeah, joke. Oh, yes, that's why I, that's why I didn't bring it up. But I'm like I don't know if he did this on purpose or not. No, I didn't do it on purpose. No. I accidentally did it. But I'm changing it now. <laughs> no, don't. Do Damage it. has been. Done. Don't do it. Well, I can't do it properly because. Um, now, the now, there, the now there is no U because my U on my keyboard doesn't work. Yep. So, Wow. I have it screenshotted. <laughs> oh, whatever. Whatever. It, oh, it's still, it's still there as, as what it is. Now so. I'm just trying to think of whatever type of porn he types in that uses the U so much <laughs> that he broke it. Oh, no, that was me vomiting on my keyboard. <laughs> what kind of porn are you into? <laughs> no, that was Jesus. me just drunk. You threw up on your keyboard? Yeah. I, I, I destroyed the U at 7 and 8 with eggs, it turns it, out. Ew. Ew. But that's impressive and only three buttons died. Yeah. Key, the computer still works. So I have that going for me. Huh. And well, you guys. It's it a well-made out. machine. You just it, toss it in some rice or something? Yeah, that's why I have the external. Uh, no. I just kind of like, well, that, that's, that, happened. That's, that happened. Yeah. And then I uh, just got an external keyboard for a long time. And then, uh, yeah. Did you see that blues player that threw up on himself during the parade? No, I did not. The blues won the Stanley Cup last yes, week. Yes, we, we were. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to keep mentioning that my blues won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, uh, but only the, for a year we have this. The, so. in the, oh, yeah, I'm going to be mentioning it for the next year. So, uh, the streaming with Stacy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot that that was me this week. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Do, do, don't do. worry, I have it. Oh, okay. I always, have, I always have some. So, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, so let's see. Well, you know, I'll bring it up because it's, uh, there's a new, a, a new season just started. So Pose, it's a, oh, they, it's a uh, series on, net, on FX, but you can catch the first season on Netflix. And I think it's great. It's by Ryan Murphy, but it's about ballroom culture and by ball, ballroom culture in the late eighties, early nineties in New York. And if you've never seen the, so this is, so two things I'm basically p pimping is Pose and the documentary Paris is Burning. Documentary Paris is Burning is on HBO, I believe it still is. And that is, that is also about uh, ballroom culture. So ballroom balls, ballroom culture is where, speaking of Madonna, voguing came mm -hmm. out of. Because this is where young, doesn't matter, actually not just young, young and old gay men and um, of usually 
of non-white, <laughs> non-white ethnicity would go and be able to spend time with each other and be themselves. They would dress up. A lot of them were transgender, transsexual, or uh, transvestites. Doesn't matter. And they would they would be able to dress up, and they would put on these balls, and they would like walk a runway, and they would win trophies. And there and there were ones that for for you know looking most like a woman, realness. There were also very for for manly ones as well. I'm I'm feel like I'm doing a terrible service in describing it, but. But if you are into drag culture at all, if you're into Madonna voguing at all, if you're into dance, if you're into New York in the 80s and 90s, then you'll definitely love this. Um, Pose, I think, is wonderful because it, it, is, it is anchored and starring um, men and women of color. And when I say men and women of color, that is also... Um, you know, transsexual women too. And I think it's wonderful. It's just, and it shows, and I didn't really, I didn't know that also gay culture a lot of times is not accepting of trans culture. I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, I kind of thought like you're, you're up against similar struggles. And so you kind of embrace each other, but that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And so this shows it more. I mean, I had a bit of an idea from Paris is Burning, but Pose really talks about it more. And so it stars MJ Rodriguez. It stars uh, Billy Porter, the wonderful the Billy king, Porter. The king. Oh my gosh. Any chance Eddie Redmayne is in it? No. Oh, okay. Just wondering. No. Um, Where are you going with that? Danish girl. Thank you. Oh, got it. No, these transsexuals I, I, are real transsexuals. I, I've, I've, seen, I've actually seen the show. I know and it, yeah. Billy I, Porter. I don't. I don't know Billy Porter's age, mm -hmm. but he. I'm on the Colbert interview from mm -hmm. a few last week, a few weeks ago. He said that he grew up in that. Like he did it for real. Like yeah. he's not. He didn't just learn about it from acting. Like exactly. which I didn't realize it went into the '90s because I was thinking if it was an '80s culture, I'm like Billy Porter doesn't seem no. that old. I mean, it really is. In in truth, I mean, I think a lot of it was '80s, but then like they're they're doing the show late like late '80s, early '90s. It also has. If we want to talk about any of the white actors, because there is there is a there is a character played by oh my god what the fuck is his name shit I can't remember at the moment um, Donald Sutherland no <laughs> give me two seconds he's been he's been on all the all of Ryan Murphy's especially um, the American Horror Stories oh I know who you're talking about um, I can't the young guy yeah 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 yeah. Um, he played Quicksilver in the X Men. Yes, I uh, can't. I'm drawing a blank on uh, his name. Evan Peters. That's Evan the Peters. One, but... So Evan Peters plays a plays a yuppie, um, and his boss is James Vanderbeek, and his wife is Kate Mara. Oh wow! But Evan Peters' character is falls in love with a trans trans woman, and you know, and and you've got that in his. It's it's and also um, Chris Maloney's in there. I didn't realize all these people were in it. Wow! So it's a great, it's a great cast. I think it's a great show. I think it it really expands your horizons. Um, I also, I mean, I love anything that has to do with getting dressed up in a costume. <laughs> I mean, I already mentioned Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, but this isn't just drag though. Too, it's not just drag. It is also, you know, trans men and women really fighting to be accepted as men and women and as, you know, looking to, really looking for love and acceptance. Sorry, it's going to make me cry. Because oh. I think it's like, I, I honestly, I think I cry every episode. And sometimes it's from happiness too, because also it's about the family that you make. Because a lot of these, these kids and these men and women, they've been kicked out of their houses. 
they were homeless and then they find these families and they these groups they're they're called houses like the house of evangelista and the house of abundance the house of this and they become families and they live together and they work together and they 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 do build costumes together they become family and it's it's about the family that you make not just the family that you're given and i think it's really special i think it's a great show so the first season is on netflix and you can watch it there and then the second season just started on FX, so you can watch the second season. And they season. just announced it third. it's already been picked up for a yeah, third. Which I'm super happy about. Yeah, yeah, good for them. Yep, I think it's That's a important show. And watch, and watch the documentary Paris is Burning, because also it's a hard, it was a very hard life, and it still is a hard life, and I think yeah. we need I to recognize that. I it was easier with our, uh, <laughs> he said he was all for the LGBTQ community. Oh, yeah. Dash. Wait, is there anything else I'm missing? Yeah. <laughs> the letters? Yeah. I'm, no, I, it just keeps adding. I'm, I'm, it's I'm, LGBTQI. And then A, And I then think. a plus. Usually. Oh, Jesus. Plus. Okay, what's the I for? Intersex. A. And there's a I don't know. Is, <clears throat> P is pansexual. I don't know if that's been added. I don't know either. No. Okay, so, yeah, I'm out of it. I, I It just started as... We, every week we fall into a subject that none of us are equipped to speak about. No, none. It's true. Yeah. But at least we acknowledge that we are not equipped to speak yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. I we got better that. than most most groups, right? Especially ones on TV, right? <laughs> we do, don't try to front. Do we want to, to speak like, about whiteness one week? <laughs> no, not really. I think there's like... enough. I think there's enough talk about whiteness. I think us just talking is talking about whiteness, probably. Yeah. Oh, I got a point there. Oh. Okay, well that's that yeah. for the week. Mm. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, uh, for you two for coming in, uh, Ned and Stacy, mm-hmm. Bob, uh, yes. is it Robert? Mm. No, Bill. Gonna, That's your dad. Gonna name names. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, stay tuned. Next Chad. Week. Chad. <laughs> no, I'm not a Chad. Okay. <laughs> How dare you? Okay, Tanner. Um, <laughs> uh, I've gone to a list of douchey names on, yeah. on a writing. Bryce. Did you get to Bryce? I did not get to Bryce. Ooh. Bryce wasn't on the list, but it is a douchey name. We can continue that next week on the two-week anniversary of our one-year anniversary big show. <laughs> How long are you going to do that one for? Out the next curious. 50 weeks. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'll bring party poppers next week. The drugs or no, oh. just the little confetti. Oh, I was things. gonna say I'll bring the quaaludes, but you know what? I'm gonna still bring the quaaludes. Still bring them, yeah. We'll take them afterwards. <laughs> we'll see how that works out for <laughs> us. Yeah. Are quaaludes still a thing? No, well they are. I think I've asked if you can... this before because it was such a thing in the 70s, but nobody... 80s even. It went into okay, the 80s. but still, I feel like that's a drug that completely disappeared. Yeah. Uh, well, the because the... they're downers, right? No, the well they are. Yeah.